So that was Baby Metal with Distortion. Quick learning Japanese with Hosuchiaki. Distortion in Japanese is Distortion. Pretty simple one today. Distortion. It's almost like death torsion. That should be a freaking word. Kanpai chinchin chayo, but real quick one. <clears throat> So baby metal, the reason why I adore them is because they're not a band like Loudness, Beads, or EZO. But um, so they're so they are a group that was put together by a corporation and they had three young girls. Um but they have a lot going on, meaning last year they had a whole ordeal. I don't know if you've been to a show or if you watch them on YouTube or on a video, but they have two guitars, right? They're shredders. The guitars on the left of the stage, like if you're watching as a um, from the audience POV. His name was Mike Fujioka. He went by the name Kogami in the band Baby Metal. He passed away. And what I didn't know is like he was only 36 years of age. He looked a little older, but you never know because he had all the makeup on. But the way he passed away was like he was at a, an uh, observatory viewing the universe with a bunch of crowds. I don't know how crowded the place was. Somehow he fell off the observatory and a few days later he passed away. Um, Not a great way to go. 
And I say that because he passed away a few days later after the fall, meaning that he survived the fall and it took him a few days um, for his body to say, man, I did my, I was born for a reason. I did what I was supposed to do. And he moved on to the next world. Um, so it must, it, like, it must have been friggin' painful for the family to, to have to see him at the hospital, like after the fall. And I mean, yeah. So yeah, I was, that, that was, that is not a good way to go. Um, like for me, the way I look at it is like, I'm not really good with pain. So like if I fall, I just want to pass out and just like say sayonara. Um, instead of living for an extra, a few days, um, in the hospital, just not knowing that you're going to ever recover hundred percent, but then ultimately passing away. So, uh, but I, I really felt for the, for the family and especially the people, the band members and the people that were close to him musically. So, so that happened last year. Another thing in December, was it December, November, but at the end of the year, baby metal hot shows all scheduled. And then Yui metal, one of the singers. So there, there's three, but one of them, like she, she got sick and she wasn't able to perform. So they only had, instead of three girls, they only had two on stage. Um, and what looks like what's going on is she's, they said she had some health conditions or something, but it looks like she's still inactive right now. So I don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to replace Yui Metal or are they going to, they're still going to tour because they have all these uh, tours. All, uh, there's a whole bunch of tour dates um, all set up, but so um, I guess we'll just have to see. But in my opinion, Japan has produced a lot of great bands. Like I said, Loudness, EZO, Earthshaker, um, Beads, um, X Japan, um, brands as in Honda, Toyota, um, Nissan, Hitachi, Yamaha, but especially in the in uh, Europe and in the U.S., man. Like I think a lot of the millennials, when you think about Japan, you think freaking baby metal, man. So for me, again, they're not they're not a band; they're just a product of a corp. A corporate they're a product of a corporate like the corporate world but um i think uh i think they're really doing good and i know i probably mentioned this in the past but like it just so happens that my friend's friend um designed the bb metal like logo like the band logo for like 500 bucks i think this was like almost eight or nine years ago but they just had a project going on and he just designed it. It's been used till this day as a band logo. So, uh, yeah, you never know if you're a designer out there, man, you never know, man. So you might take a real quick gig and you go, okay, can you design a logo for a band? You get 200 bucks, 500 bucks or whatever, but it may be that baby metal. So don't forget if you're a designer, if you're, you know, if you're totally into like designs and like fonts and all, all that stuff, don't forget that. Cause one of these days, Maybe a lot of people in the world, in the metal community, may be recognizing a band by the logo that you created. So, come by Chin Chin Chayo, by let me take a real quick sip. <clears throat> so today, I don't have anything on my table per se, but I got um, some emails that came my way in regards to last the last episode that I did that I don't even recall what I talked about and I got uh, bu actually a bunch of audio submissions and I'll play one or two of them so I am going to rely on their content so please bear with me and before I get to the emails um reading emails like eyeballing it is fine, but when you read them like vocally, it's really difficult because people write emails based on the way they talk. 
When you're reading, um, when you're, when you are reading literature or when you're reading an autobiography per se, it's actually all laid out in a way where you are able to kind of read them appropriately. That's the way I look at it. But when you're reading a email out loud based on how they are talking, communicating, it's, 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 it's difficult. At least for me, it is. So I may butcher, or I probably will, or I will butcher these emails, but uh, I'll try to make it, um, as comprehensive as possible. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to rely on the power of these brewskis to get me through. So Hopefully it makes sense. Real quick sip. Come by chin chin chayo. Oh, bye. <clears throat> All right. So Rocco B train um, writes, I loved your show, especially the song tomorrow and ghost song rats. Loved it, man. Also the bit about Michael street, not getting your joke about your shirt where you're wearing. And you told him that you were made in Japan was funny. It reminded me of the time you met my hero, Lemmy. Your one big moment and all you could muster was, Hey, I was born in Japan. To which he replied, Oh, uh, a Japanese metal head doll. Beautiful. And in regards to silver chair, my best friend calls me fat boy and always plays the song every time he talk. So every day I hear tomorrow. He says we're going away. <laughs> Hold on. Um, are you with me? <laughs> My breasts. <clears throat> and in regards to, to silver chair, my best friend calls me fat boy and always plays the song every time we walk or talk. So every day I hear tomorrow, he says, we're going away to fat boy. He dreams us. Uh, uh, he dreams of us going on another pussy hunt. And then, all right, so then he tells us a story about the pussy hunt, all right? So then Rocco Biko Train goes, the la- or he tells us, or tells me, the last one was when we walked up to a huge crowd and all of a sudden we got ushered in and a crowd parted, and the crowd parted like the Red Sea. We walked up to a huge crowd and all of a sudden I'm reading the same freaking line. Let me. All right. Let me take a real quick sip. <clears throat> Where should I begin? Um, see, you see what I'm talking about. It's kind of difficult. Let me. T- to to make this. To. Yeah. I feel bad for Rocco Biko train. So let me do it again. Um, starting from Lemmy. We're done with Lemmy. Japanese metalhead beautiful. And let me start with this. And in regards to silver chair, my, my best friend calls me fat boy and always plays this song every time we talk. So every day I hear tomorrow, he says, we're going away to you, fat boy. All right. Okay. He, his friend, Rocco Biko's train, dreams of us going on another pussy hunt. And then Rocco Biko train tells us a story. The last one was when we walked up to a huge crowd and all of a sudden we got ushered in and the crowd parted. Like the Red Sea. What is this all about? I thought. Until the lady in charge of the event told us that since I showed up from the wrestling match, maybe I could do an interview. So lady was asking you if they could do an interview with you because you came from a wrestling match. Right. So that's what he's saying. She concluded, Mr. Austin. So, yes, 
they thought, okay, this fat boy was the famous wrestler. All right. So they went to a party and then they got ushered in all of a sudden. And the chick goes, can I do an interview with you, Mr. Austin? So they mistaken him as the famous wrestler, as Steve Austin, the wrestler, and gave him VIP passes all night long. So, okay. So ever since that incident, I have been called Fat Boy. Steve Austin must have had a huge bill that night. So to answer your question... So I guess I did ask a question. When is the last time you listened to the band um, Silverchair tomorrow? He replies. When was the last time you heard tomorrow? Well, how about every day? All right. So. Anyways, I thought you'd like to hear from one of your loyal followers and you are always loyal and you always put a smile on my face that allows me to just get by for another day. <sighs> All right, let me just do that one more time. Anyways, I thought you'd like to hear from one of your loyal followers. Always loyal and you always put a smile on my face that allows me to just get by for another day in this damn rat race. Come by, chin chin chaya opai. All right. <clears throat> so, if you'd like to send me an email, just like Rocco Bico Train, don't send it to me in an email format because... Like I just illustrated, man, um, it's hard reading off the screen and just like kind of like going, <sighs> reading between the lines while I am reading and trying to construct the picture of where this story is going. So what you could do is instead of emailing, email a voice recording. So metalmoment at gmail.com is where you could send your audio file. You have a smartphone, get your audio note and just talk into your phone and then email that audio file to metalmoment at gmail.com. So I still have the one seven zero seven seven eight six three eight two five, which translates to, um, to one seven zero seven seventy eight metal. Uh, don't do that anymore. Don't, don't leave a message over there because the audio quality sucks. And Sending an email, I'll read it, but like if it, reading it for myself is okay, but like if I try to read it on the show, I will butcher just like how I illustrated. Um, so, metalmoment at gmail.com, send your uh, audio voice message so I could just play it instead. So, it'll be uh, a lot easier to listen to, in my opinion, because now that I read it, I know what it is, but like. If you're just listening to me reading this, you're like, what the hell is this boy talking about, man? There's this old dude. So, again, but, but, Rocco Bico Train, man. Thank you, Don't Mario Tozaimasu. Kampai Chin Chin Chayo. Bye. So, this one comes from Melissa. I'm submitting the single Atonement from Entity US out of Lubick, Texas for airplay. Here we go.
right, so that was the Entity US. The track was Atonement, submitted my way by Melissa Domarigatozaimasu. Thank you very much. Gracias. Come by Chinji Chayo. Bye. So, you got another email from Stephen, aka Pinging, all the way from Down Under Australia style. Love the last podcast, mate. Makes you feel good getting your name mentioned. So big thanks, buddy. Really enjoy the episode. Domo arigato gozaimasu. Thank you. Domo arigato. Domo. Mucho gracias. From the down under. Um, You said that you used to go for a run in the hills. That's a good idea to escape the rat race. Fast-paced world we live in. Um, So yeah, I used to go up in the hills like almost every other day. Uh, but I was experiencing like, um, like I have, I have a knee issue. I have a hip issue. So I figured I should change it up. And I like going up in the hills because regardless, even if you're on the same trail, like up in the hills, depending on the four seasons, the plantation, the plants, everything changes, right? So like you have different, you see different animals where I live. We have, um, let me see, you have bunnies you have lizards you see rat snakes corn snakes you see deers um you see bobcats and i've never encountered a a, uh, mountain lion but mountain lions are up there in the hills so every day like with all that things change even though you're in the same environment but and then um earlier this year i changed it up to this like boot style camp or boots boot camp style gym where it's in an enclosed area with a group of people and the reason why i run is because i need to work off the beers the brewskis but the more important like i run outside to like just relieve the stress that i have i think it's the best way to relieve stress like just being out there by yourself um and typically that's where i consume all my metal music, um, podcasts, etc. Um, but, I'm, but I needed to change it up just because my joints were going. So I joined, uh, a gym. And the reason why I don't like joining the gym is because you need to, you can't be like in the zone because you have all these other compadres around you. And the way these boot camp gyms, work is they want you to push each other so you have to interact while you're working out it's only a 40 minute class but there's a lot of these high five things going on which i like after every set of whatever you're doing you have to you're you're encouraged to high five people like good job like you could do it you can do it, brother. Bump it up. Ten more seconds left. Nine, eight. It's. I'm an introvert, so I never got into that. Like that. That's kind of relationship. While I'm like trying to meditate in, in in a way. Like for me, sweating is meditation, right? But um, I've been doing it for like one, two, three, three and a half months now. And um, it feels good, you know, it feels good now, or I feel good now, I feel more, I should say, I feel more comfortable now uh, being surrounded with other people that are, you know, that have, you know, that are just working their asses off in a confined area in a gym. And, you know, after 15, 20 reps or after 40 seconds of a certain aerobic exercise, you're just kind of saying, hey, man, good work like high-fiving each other. Um, so the way I look at this really changed because before I was totally anti, like I don't want to be in that confined environment, high-fiving people and giving the fit, like uh, the fist, fifth, uh, what do they call it? The fist bump, right? But um, I got to say, man, um, I'm open to it now. It kind of feels good because you see, you know, it's it really helps when you have somebody that's pushing you and you're like knowing that you're able to push somebody. So like somebody's like kind of like 
tired and they don't want to come the next day, you're like, come on, dude, you got to come tomorrow. Like we got to, we got to get through this. Um, and it's, uh, I think opening up the way I look at, um, not just like working out obviously, but like spending the time you're working out to work out your, your stress, your anxiety, and just like meditating, there is a way to meditate with others. Like, well, that's what I learned. And I don't do yoga or anything. This is just a boot camp style gym. But uh, I, I, I got to confess, man, I am enjoying it now. Although I do miss going out, out uh, into the wild, into the hills. But uh, for now, I think uh, this daily exercise routine it's it's actually even not a routine because the boot the boot camp style every day is freaking different um so it's kind of nice like going in not thinking about what you're going to have to do you go there and they give you like a menu the plan for the day which is something new um for me at least so <clears throat> where am i you said that you used to go for a run in the hills. That's a good idea to escape the rat race. Fast-paced world we live in. Yes. All right. So um, he says, Stephen says, I do that sometimes and take my mountain bike. And I will upload a video soon of myself and a mate. We went out to the lake bushes for exercise and fun. All right. So I used to mountain bike too. That was like probably like 30 years ago. But that is fun, but it is dangerous because you go super fast. You go down the hills, man. You could just like wipe out and hit the tree and you could just like fall off the cliff maybe, right? So so be careful. I And then, uh, let me see. Going back to Steven. I used to go to the gym years ago and actually competed in bodybuilding competitions and did fairly well. But got arthritis, so I do power yoga now. That's actually... Um, George Lynch is the reason why I started playing guitar when I was a kid back in the late 80s. And, uh, George Lynch, he got into, he got into, like, he was a bodybuilder, man. So he, like, shaved, he was in those little Speedos, and he was taking, um, growth hormones at the time, steroids. Um, and, uh, now, he is, his wife now is like a yoga instructor and he's doing all these yoga poses now and he still lives but he's not into like bodybuilding so you're kind of like going the same um the same uh course as my number one guitar hero george lynch from docking um lynch mom etc that that is cool um i'm not sure if you like shaved shaved all the hair i'm not sure if you you know, like oiled yourself, but I guess you do when you are a, uh, a bodybuilding competitions. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's a healthier life. Bodybuilding is not for everybody. When you're into it, I get it, man. You are just there to just like bump some iron. You, you want those guns and you want those muscles to pop up. So you do whatever you need to do to make yourself presentable, like in that, in that world. Right. So, so I totally get it, but it's not the healthiest thing for any human being, I think. Um, and George told me that too. It's like, it's trust me, it's not the healthiest thing that you could do to your body because it'll mess up your mind with all these medications that you take, um, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, <clears throat> so. So bodybuilding, got arthritis, so I am now doing power yoga now at home, which is better for me and the soul. It's fixed my arthritis. I can go surfing again uh, since I live close to a beach. All right. I want to make a long story short. Um, I lived on Maui. Hawaii, Maui, back in 1987, 8, 89, three years. Uh, high school, went to the beach. Some local buddies of mine took me out surfing. And I almost drowned. 
And when I tell people now that I used to live on Maui and they're like, oh, you, so you're a surfer, bro? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I, I try to surf, but do not under, or you need to respect nature. The most important thing when you go into the ocean is to respect mother nature and to study the waves and the current. Because if you're just going out there, gone down, if you don't understand the waves and the current, you're going to freaking die. You are going to drown because it will take you out there and it will smash you into the reef. It will smash you into the sand. So I think a lot of people just look at surfing as like, yeah, you just get aboard and you learn how to balance. But it's more than that. It's about respecting mother nature, fearing and knowing what the water, the waves, the ocean can do. And really, with respect, learn the physics of water, learning the, the, the way the current goes. And after that, you basically work on your technique on getting on the board and uh, reading the waves and etc. But if you don't have that, and if you just go out there and try to learn how to surf, man, you are going to freaking die. So if you are a surfer, bro, that you could still surf now, man, I totally respect you because I, this was back in my late teens and I just said, dude, I, yeah, I just don't have it. I don't, you know, Mother Nature is just like, I just don't have it, man. I can't grasp it. Um, so, <clears throat> I think that, going back to the email, I think that would be a great idea to uh, get members' music played. Would be a good segment. So, is that why I got a bunch of submissions uh, this couple of weeks I don't, I don't recall what I said on the last uh, show, but uh, I guess that's why I got a whole bunch of submissions, but there is a way. So I got about 20 submissions and I just, I am, I played one, I'm going to play another one, but uh, there is a guaranteed way. If you want, if you want to showcase your brand, there is a guaranteed way to, to get your band showcased um, or your song airplayed is to join Patreon. And uh, before I read the Patreon members, let me conclude this email. It's like, cheers, mate. And he sent me a whole bunch of links to a whole bunch of like, uh, cool, like, just like meditating music. And then um, Joe Bonamassa stuff was good. But then on one of them, um, he had this cool Aussie chick guitarist. Uh, Kaki King, K-A-K-I King is her name, and she's just there on YouTube with her like white ovation acoustic, and it really, I guess, her style is like really Michael Hedges, like Michael Hedges, he he has deceased, but um, he played uh, an acoustic guitar very percussively. And when I first listened to music, like it sounded like there was like three other three musicians total, but it just turned out to be him playing a acoustic guitar and just using the um, the guitar as a percussive instrument. So he would have his left hand not just playing notes, but he would tap certain notes, keys, and then on the right hand he would tap parts of the acoustic guitar that would make this percussive like uh, tone. Um, so Kaki King, I guess I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not really sure Steve, but, uh, I'm pretty sure that she was probably influenced by Michael Hedges, but, uh, it took me back. Michael Hedges, I discovered probably in the late, uh, eighties and actually made me go back to, um, his old material. And uh, I listened to a few tracks that I used to listen to back in the late 80s. I'm like, hey, man, if it wasn't for you, I would have never gone back and listened to Michael Hudges probably. And maybe maybe I would have died without ever listening to his music again. But it was nice to like dig through my CD collection to dig out his CDs. So, like I said, Patreon, um, 
Let me thank the members, uh, and I will play. Let me see. I think this will be a good BGM. Man. Sakaki King, the track is The Surface Changes. Let me just cue it up in the background. All right, here we go. There are several ways to support the Metal Woman Podcast and the Japanese Metal Woman Show, but there is only one way to become a member of the Metal Woman Podcast and the Japanese Metal Woman Show. So by going to metalwoman.com forward slash member, which will take you to the Patreon site. I have Uno, Dos, Tres, Cats, and Seas members right now. Member number one is Hiroshi Tanida-san. Member number two, Chris Heizu-san, also known as Highball. Member number three, Michael Storito-san. I was made in Tokyo, baby, or Japan, baby, so I love you, t-shirt. This is actually the only member that I've ever met in, in, um, in real life off of the grid, like off of the social media style. So Michael Street to some. Member number four, Derek Coward's son. He's allergic. I love food. He loves food of the moment, but everything he eats, he's freaking allergic to. So the way I look at it is, if he is allergic to everything that he consumes, but he still consumes it, he is a true friggin' food of the moment, so. Member number five. Down from down under, Adrian Boschan. Chan. I don't know, Steve, you might know him, but uh, he's from the down under. His, or I think, his son's name is Boschan Chan Chang, so. Maybe you'll bump into him in the uh, in the ocean. Actually, I know another person. His name is Fish the Beach uh, Beach Bum Surfer. That's what he goes by. But maybe you could find him in the beach. A new member. She used to be a member, and then she left to the other side, which is PayPal, and she came back. The only girlfriend that I have on this show, member number six, Nati Nuchas. I'm curious about what you're cooking tonight. This is pretty beautiful style, yeah. So Patreon, um, Steven is a compadre through Patreon from the down under. So Steven, through the Patreon. Not the Patreon yet, but through the PayPal. So don't Some beautiful, beautiful stuff. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful man. So don't want to go to even. Um Kaki King, the surface changes. Check her out. It's nice seeing of like I've never like maybe Ingway J. Malmstein has that ovation, like white um electric classical guitar. But this one is total white. It's an electric acoustic um ovation guitar right it's like ovation is a guitar that richie sambora and um john bon jovi used back in the days which made it big and then everybody else started using it and then came and went down into the drain and nobody used them because the quality was bad and i guess they're still around but owned by probably somebody else but uh it was nice to see that nice you know the iconic like guitar look you know so um, again, man, Michael Hedges, 
it brought me back man till the 80s and uh so i love you for that steven thank you very much yes for suggesting all those like bands and stuff and or bands or groups or uh the music yeah that i typically or i don't play on the metal show but it's like very soothing like kyoto was like very soothing and stuff like that it's very uh meditate it's it's good for meditation yeah all right so metalmoment.com is where i live twitter is twitter.com forward slash metal moment or if you're listening to the japanese metalhead show it's twitter.com forward slash jmh show facebook is facebook.com forward slash metal moment instagram is instagram.com forward slash metal moment which i post pretty much food and beer and pets email is metalmoment at gmail.com and that is where you could send your audio uh, voice messages after you record them on your um, smartphone and you could email it to me and that is the way uh, the audio as far as the audio quality that's the best way to do it I have the phone number but like friggin forget it because the uh, the audio friggin sucks alright <clears throat> One more song, but before I get to that, I completely forgot. To all your members, if you are at Starbucks, latte. If you are at a bar, you are not listening to me right now because you're checking out the chick that is sitting beside you. However, the chick that is sitting beside you is checking out the dude that is sitting across from you. So you are not going to get laid tonight. Don't listen to me, if you are on the train, the next stop is Jugaoka, so don't miss your stop. If you are sitting in the... Fr- Hold on. It's been a while. However, if you are sitting in front of the computer just like me, or if you're listening through your iPhone, your Sony Xperia, or your not-so-sexy-looking Apple Watch, you are at a safe place. Kanpai, chin chin, chayo, oppai. Let's go to jump. All right. <clears throat> so one more song or one more track. This comes from James Clark. Um, this is actually his band. He goes, hello, my name is James. I play in a guitar. Sorry. Whew. Start over. Let me take a quick sip. <sighs> All right, so hopefully this brewski power is going to help me out. This one comes from James Clark. Hello, my name is James. I play guitar in a metal band from the D.C. area. Your podcast was recommended by a friend, and I enjoy your content. Well, thank you. We have an upcoming single and would be honored if you would take a listen, consider reviewing it, or have us on the podcast. So... The Metal One Podcast, uh, the moment, right? It's like, like um, so back when uh, Metal One Podcast started 10 years ago, uh, there were a handful of metal podcasts, and uh, so it was cool. So my, my whole thing was how do I differentiate it? So first I started doing the bilingual style with Japanese and English, and then I made another separate show called the Japanese Metalhead Show, which I do in Japanese now. And now the Metal Moment Podcast is basically 99.9% in English. The other thing I decided to differentiate myself was to only do interviews like in person, in live. Like that was the moment. Like, like when I met Michael Shanker and when I was talking to him, you know, for the first time, I was like, my balls were just like, I don't know if you experienced blue balls, but it turned into purple balls because I got, you know, I am with Michael freaking Schenker in a tour bus. And that goes with everybody that I met. Like the first time I met George Lynch, <clears throat> I was backstage and it was like, holy shit, man, this is like Mr. Scary. This is like the reason why I started playing guitar. So I wanted that to be incorporated into the interview where um so long story short um i don't do 
phone interviews or I don't do Skype interviews. So if you're in town in San Francisco and maybe if we hook up, we could like chat while we're eating or having some brewskis. So, um, I apologize for that, but, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. What am I trying to say? Okay. Below is a private link to our song. So I got the song. I'm going to play this song. So you're probably not listening because a lot of these submissions, they'll, they'll say this and they'll never listen. They just send all these out to different podcasts and, and they, they are hoping that somebody will play it and whatever. But, uh, but if you are listening, James, here it is. Here we go. But to make you feel better, I actually I actually got 18 different submissions out of the blue depend, based on whatever I said on the last episode. And I picked the two that was that was okay. <laughs> Uh, the rest, I the rest I listened to. I just couldn't listen to, but yours was one of them. So uh, here we go. His band is Divine by Night, and the track is Worthless to Me. So we'll do it again next time. Don't mind it, Thank you very much, gracias for listening to the Metamorph Podcast. Hosto Hinoarachiaki. We'll do it again next time. Come by Chin Chin Chayo. Bye. Divine by Night. Worthless to me.